Welcome to the Social Unicorns podcast. I'm Georgie and I'm here with Jo. Hello. Hello. And today (laughs) we are going to be talking a little bit more about social strategy. And the reason that we're talking about that is that we've had some really great feedback from our very first episode um, where we kind of debunked the seven areas of social media and we skimmed over them pretty quickly in that episode, mm. I think. And so we are going to spend the next few episodes expanding on each of those seven areas to give a little bit more clarity as per our own professional working experience over the years. And Joe and I have kind of different specialties within those seven. So we're going to be mm-hmm. dipping in and out a little bit and talking about those a bit more and really you know if, if you want to learn then we want to educate you and help you and yay. we hope that this does help you and yay, <laughs> yay. We, we love talking about this stuff and yeah. we talk about it all the time and I think strategy I think is as we said in that very first episode everything kind of starts with the strategy but the word strategy seems to unless you're in like agency professional world in social media I think the word strategy kind of terrifies people yes even in agency world it can terrify people (laughs) yeah because I think partly in a way I think people sometimes overthink strategy it sounds big doesn't it when you go oh yeah I'm a strategist everyone I don't know I feel like it's just got this thing attached to it where yeah everyone's like oh okay like big clever brain thinking all these amazing things but actually it's basically just another word for a plan yeah it's a posh word for a plan and (laughs) one agency I worked in I'll never forget everyone was like oh no we need to hire in a specialist strategist to work on this I was like why can't we just sit and plan it out and Honestly, this strategist, I think they lasted about four weeks and they ended up not staying much longer after that because it was just being made so complicated and silly that everyone was like, we we don't need that level of complication. And actually, if you have too narrow a strategy, it can take you down this really awkward path where Mm. you can get a little bit stuck. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) Strategy should be the number one starting point. We've established that already because unless you have a strategy, aka a plan, then what 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 are you doing? What 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 what's the plan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quite simply, such a good point. What is the plan? What are you actually trying to achieve here? And when yeah. I worked freelance and with small businesses for a while, I always had these like briefing calls with them and I'd say to them okay, like, what? what's your goal? What's your strategy? And they would sometimes say, like, oh, I want new clients, but I also just want to get famous, and I also, I really need to make money, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Like, what are you doing this for? Like, what is your business for? And this is one of the things I find actually quite interesting with social, because you need a social media strategy, but that has to absolutely hinge on actually what what's the goal of your business Mm -hmm. so if your business is selling things then ultimately your social media should help you sell things ding 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 (laughs) ding 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 i mean that sounds so obvious yeah when you say it 
but I've come across people who are trying to sell something to a very niche group of people. For example, a removals company came to me and they'd set up YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. And I was like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. why? So this is a classic thing, isn't it? I feel like a lot, I mean, I was going to say a lot of smaller businesses, but actually I think it is across the broad, like even massive, massive companies. I've I've got into agencies places where I'm literally like, why, why, <laughs> why are you doing these things? Like, what what is the purpose here? And all they've done is they've gone, oh God, we need to be on social. Set up a Twitter, set up an Instagram, set up mm. a YouTube, set up a Facebook and then like the the actual keeping those channels running is an afterthought and they've managed to tie themselves into this really like content heavy expensive way of just creating churning out like meaningless content mm-hmm. which doesn't actually achieve anything or they just copy paste the same content across all the channels yeah. and just you know throw something until it sticks yeah. And you know with without that plan in place, without that ultimate okay, what what is the purpose of my business? What are we trying to achieve here? It's it is just so easy to get sucked in because everything mm-hmm. just looks shiny and new and because channels are free to set up, everyone thinks, well let's just go on all the channels and it will be fine, but it's not free to run them or it's definitely not free to run them effectively as we've talked about with paid, but that's going to be another whole area that we explore because wow, paid social. Wow. All <laughs> um, other ball game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, I think the other thing which is really interesting with social media and strategy is that there could be a real confusion over an overall social media strategy and a content strategy. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. It's my biggest my biggest what's the word I don't even know bug the word bear. is I'm so bug angry bear. about it <laughs> it's your bugbear it's your gripe it's what you have angrily voice noted me about several <laughs> times yeah a social strategy is not coming up with three content pillars I'm sorry that's a content <laughs> strategy that doesn't tell you how you're gonna like achieve your goals there's no KPIs attached to that that is not a social strategy anyway carry on <laughs> Well, no, it's a really good point because I think so many people get so caught up on what are we going to post? It's like, well, let's take a step back. Let's not just worry about what we're going to post. Let's let's talk about the fundamentals. And this is how. Yeah, why? (laughs) So this is actually, and I've always approached social strategies like this. And maybe it's too simplistic. I don't know. I'd love to hear if people think, uh, Georgie, what the hell? That's really basic. What are you doing? But this is from my, this is going to sound really weird, me saying this now, but this is from my years of experience. This is Yes, how... but you do have years of experience, Georgie. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> I know, but it's that imposter syndrome. Or like, I because, know. because I've never trained as a strategist, even though, can you actually train as a strategist? Um. I'm just like "Mm, is this actually the right way to do it but this is how I've always done it and I have gone down to those basics who what where why how and when yes not in that order never in that (laughs) order because it's that I mean that they change order sometimes depending on the client and depending on the project really but the why is always first why Mm -hmm. are we on social media 
what yeah. is the purpose? I mean, that's adding in the what, but underneath the why is the, you know, why, why are we on social media? What is the reason? And let's really actually try and nail this down. And yeah. I try and nail that down to usually literally a couple of sentences. This is why we're on social yeah. media. And it might start as me writing half a page. <laughs> But then I break it down. I look at it and I review it and I'm like, no, let's think about this. Let's hone this down so that absolutely everything that I do from that point on relates to that one or two sentences. Yeah. Why? Yes. Then it kind of varies. Like I said, it kind of varies which one I go to next because sometimes what when you're writing the flow of the strategy, the flow of the strategy is very different to like your thoughts processes but the who is always is usually my next important one. You know, who are the audience? Mm-hmm. And this isn't marketing persona buyer, but it's not far off. Mm. And again, that relates to the business. You know, if if you're selling some kind of wedding product, for example, you don't need to be talking to teenagers. Some teenagers get married, Georgie. Well, <laughs> I mean but no I, I'm sorry I'm just being difficult <laughs> you are being difficult because 13 year olds are not going to be no, getting married no 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 one would not, <laughs> well not legally anyway yeah um but yeah it, it's you know the who is it male is it female are they parents are they not parents are they yeah like indie cool people or are they like the home bods you know because yeah. all of that makes a difference and what what are their behaviors on social yes exactly so you know who are these people who are they and then then I kind of start thinking about the where which is the okay well what channels then because mm-hmm. you know where is the best place to talk to people i.e. where should we be focusing our content because again that removals company I gave as an an example as as having like six social media accounts set up I was like well who are you trying to talk to oh like local families I'm like okay great Mm. Facebook like oh but we've got some really nice pictures of our vans in front of other people's houses I'm like well great a people probably don't want their houses on there like that showing that they're moving house yeah oh god <laughs> yeah yeah and b like no, nobody's gonna think that they're pretty pictures except for you yeah they're just not but equally you could do really cool stuff with removals now potentially you know with reels and stories etc but if you are a very very small business then you need to focus your attentions in the right places Yes, this is the other sort of overlying thing is that whenever you're building a strategy, you have to take into account how much time and money you can commit to it, because that is going to dictate where you go with your strategy. If you know you've only got an hour a week to actually implement any of this stuff, you don't want a strategy which puts you across five different channels with eight posts going out every day. That's just unachievable. Yeah. You have to like tie all of that in. No, I completely agree. And it's that that's where the what comes in next, right? That that's kind of where the content comes in. Mm. I would say in thinking and planning out, well, what what have we got to talk about? And that's where the content strategy comes in, which is a whole yeah. different thing. Yeah, that's yeah. where you really I've always 
done these big content grids. You've seen my delightful sheets of paper and content <laughs> grids. I, I like having quite, I have. <laughs> yeah, I like A3 bits of paper with big colourful post-its and pens and all the things because yeah. you really need to map out, okay, almost uh, what I've always done is almost write down absolutely everything that you have to talk about within reason. But yeah, the titles, write mm-hmm. it all down and then segregate it into kind of pillars and really look at okay well what what do we have to talk about here and link it in with the channels that you're talking about so it just to make sure that everything's all aligned right yeah because otherwise there's no point talking about you know things that you could do on videos etc if you're not focusing on a video-led platform yeah yeah makes sense yeah so that's kind of my theory around that one. So, I mean, the content strategy, we're talking a bit more about content as a part of these seven things. So I'm sure we'll go into content a little bit more then because mm-hmm. obviously everybody, as always, thinks that content is the biggest factor, but it's not. Yeah, it's just one of a chain of things. It is still really important, but it can't just sit on its own. No, it's not. It's definitely not something in silo because unless you know who your audience is, where you're going to be talking about it, just for starters, and why you're doing it to begin with, then you can't possibly figure out what actually you're going to post about. And those are the people that say, oh, I don't have anything to post on social today. Like That is absolutely inherently not true. <laughs> like Everybody's got something that they could talk about on social media every single day if they wanted to, sometimes several times a day. It's just about how you say it, where and why and in what format, basically, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Then the how is always an interesting one because this is where I kind of mix in, you know, putting a bit of paid in there. You know, is there going to be paid strategy behind this, which FYI, there always should be. <laughs> yeah. Just... And paid could also spin off into its whole other strategy of its own exactly (laughs) depending on on your budget and what you're doing but yeah exactly there's mini strategies within the bigger strategy like these strategy documents for me have sometimes been sort of like eight nine pages long full of like bars and charts and tables etc but obviously always still very visually appealing and lovely but (laughs) of course (laughs) I like things to look pretty um marketing it's not just coloring in right anyway (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's a whole other can of worms (laughs) but the how I think that's as well as you know the paid strategy is you know how are we actually going to make this work there's the paid strategy that needs to go in there and there's also you know the people that are involved and how this is actually going to come to life the community management element might sit under the how you know how are we going to make sure that this is effective how are we going to make Mm -hmm. sure that this is working what tools are we going to use? You know, are we going to use a scheduler? Are we going to post organically each time? How are we going to make sure that we film this and get this right? The how is probably actually like the biggest section yeah, of yeah. the strategy, really, because it's got so many different elements underneath it. It's like, okay, well, this is the vague plan. How are we actually going to bring this to life? Yeah, it's basically all your tactics, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It's, you know... It, It might be even down to, you know, naming team members in there. You know, what's the crisis Mm. escalation policy? Who are you going to be speaking to around that? You know, how are you going to handle the day-to-day running and optimization of your social media strategy? 
and yeah. your plan and your content. The and other thing, sorry, just to jump in, the other thing I think that's important to point out is that the how might also I feel with social, especially when you're you're first launching or you're trying a new approach or something, it's probably gonna be quite you're gonna need it to be quite flexible. So you might say, right, we're gonna try this for three months mm-hmm. and then have a look, see what's working, maybe tweak it ever so slightly, do it for another six months and then sort of review everything and go back over the actual numbers. Because as you're growing an audience and you're figuring things out, like what works with who and why and, you know, all of that stuff, you have to be be able to be reactive with it. I don't mean like reactive, like posting reactive content. I mean, you have to, if you really notice that something is just falling completely flat, you have to be willing to go, okay, well, that's not working, but maybe we could try it this way instead. And the same with like, if something is really like going viral, it might be that you jump on that and you actually scrap most of your initial strategy because you found that it's just not working. And this one thing is doing amazingly well and getting you out there. And that's what's bringing in leads. So, yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. And, you know, just because you have a social strategy in place doesn't mean that that's your social strategy forever. Yeah. Because as your business grows and evolves, you might add more products, more services. You know, you might have mini campaigns which actually need their whole own whole own mini strategy in themselves yeah. because they're quite bespoke, boutique, you know, campaigns there to boost one particular section of your business. Yeah. And you might learn a load of stuff from the community that you're sort of fostering like if you find that you've got all these followers that are reaching out and asking you questions about xyz Mm. then your content should be servicing their questions like you have to be able to like bounce off each other that's the whole point that's what makes social so good Mm -hmm. and also under how just to add here influencers that's another tactic we didn't mention that before but influencers are very much a tactic which i think should always be considered not always included but always considered as a part yeah. of strategies, basically. Yeah, and that doesn't have to be like massive influencers with hundreds of millions of followers. It can be micro influencers, or I don't know, maybe you're or even just your like brand ambassadors. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, you could just have people that really, really love your brand to post about you on social all the time. Yeah, just naturally. So it might just be working with them on some cool stuff. You know, I think again, a lot is said about influencers being these like tens of thousands of pounds for content but it doesn't have to be but we're also no. going to talk about influencers later on as well because that's another whole section of yeah. <laughs> management I mean this is why and I hope this is actually coming across about how social media is not just posting on Facebook I'm really no. hoping that this episode gets that across yeah I hope so <laughs> me too if it doesn't then we failed <laughs> we have failed the oh. last one is when and really, quite simply, that's to me, that's just a bit of a timeline. Mm. So when are we going to launch? When are we going to review this? When are we going to, you know, assess whether this is viable and look at those hows, etc. as well? And in addition, just to throw something else in there, because we haven't mentioned it so far, the why, who, where, what, how and when there's one more thing that I've never really figured out how to fit under any of these six categories. Joe, you Ooh. might be able to help me out here. But the KPI, the KPIs. Oh. Um, 
Well, kind of under how? How are we going to measure this? I've yeah. always tended. I've always tended to add the KPIs at the end of the strategy so that everything's yes. been read. This is how we're going to measure it. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like that's kind of your ending slide, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Okay, because you, you, you have to, yeah, you have to kind of run through everything else before you say, this is what we're going to achieve. Or, this and this is, is how we... we're going to measure it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that that's just something to add in, to tag on to the end of the why, who, where, what, how, and when is the KPIs element. So, yeah, I mean, we've gone through a lot there. I appreciate yeah. that. And it's, <laughs> it could be quite confusing, but I really think that people and it sounds really scary and really confusing and we've probably made it sound a bit like daunting and overwhelming for somebody starting a smaller business that might be listening but if you just stick to those main titles and just work it through you know your strategy could be a page long it's just Mm. about taking the time to sit write it down and just planning and just thinking so that anytime you go to post something it's is this in line with my strategy Yes, exactly. I think that's the key thing that people miss. It's that they get so caught up in creating content and posting content that they forget to look at those individual posts and go, okay, well, I'm posting this. What purpose is this actually serving? Like, Mm. is it helping my fans and followers? Is it pushing sales? Like, how is this actually tying back to my sort of overarching business goals that actually makes it worth me spending X amount of money creating it. Exactly. And it's not even the money, it's the time that goes into it, right? Because some people that I've met in the past have literally been like, oh my God, it takes me like half a day to write a Facebook post or a tweet. That's a lot of time for people to be spending on something that ultimately may not actually end up helping or being worthwhile for their business I mean I see businesses I don't know about you on social all the time that I look at what they've posted and I'm like why how is that (laughs) like that's nothing to do with you that's treading into some dangerous water and actually something else to mention is be very clear about issues that you are and are not willing to participate in conversation online Yes, this is definitely something that has become probably more prominent in the last few years. I, yeah, exactly as you say, I add this in now to anything that I do strategic for a client. I have a page where I'm like, if in terms of reactive stuff, this is what we talk about. This is what we don't talk about. Mm -hmm. End of. There's no grey area. Like, it could be that the brand are, I don't know, like a a towel company. We're not going to be posting about like Black Lives Matter or anything to do with politics because it's just there's there's no need you can't add any value you can add value behind the scenes by being like an inclusive employer and doing all that kind of side of things but if your sole purpose on on social is to sell your product you don't need to be weighing in on other things there's just no point Mm. and I think that's as you say I think in current times now that is something to be very clear about what you will and you will not post about. I mean, yeah. one example that I can think of is actually Ben and Jerry's. I don't know if you follow their social media mm. accounts, but they are they are unapologetically wading into some very, very heavy yeah. political conversations and debates. But that's what they have decided to do as a brand. And that's a they've got a 
very, very strong standpoint. They put their money where their mouth is and they are very, very wholeheartedly going for it. And yeah. people are very full of admiration of the for them with it and it's it is quite amazing to see but they're all in with it this isn't just token posts here and there then that they're all in right so we're not saying don't post about this stuff but if you are going to post about it make sure that you can back up what you're saying and just tread carefully I guess really and the reason why I think it's important to talk about that in a strategy sense is that you know, you, you just need to make sure upfront as a part of your plan, okay, what am I willing to wade in and out of here? Mm-hmm. And social media can be a very, very pressured place to post about certain things because everyone's posting about something and you need to be able to go back to your strategy and believe in your plan mm-hmm. and believe in what you decided you would and wouldn't do and stick with it. And sometimes in social, I think that's one of the hardest things you know, especially when new channels yeah. come out with like fun, shiny things, as we were talking about in the last episode with the keeping up with the unkeepable, you know, these, these new shiny things can really grab your attention, but you know, take it back to your strategy. And if it means that you think, actually, no, I think that is a good place for me to be fine. Re- revisit your strategy, but go back to it first. Don't just go off on a whim. Yeah, and make sure that you actually have the money and the resource to execute it. Joe, you always bring it back to the money, don't you? Because I've seen, <laughs> but, but this is the thing though, like I've seen, so, and it's painful to watch in some cases, but I've seen some clients who just haven't had very big budget mm. killing themselves, killing their staff, not literally, well, almost literally, um, just trying to churn out this content and be everywhere at all times and it's just amounted to nothing and then at the end of it they're like oh well we put all this effort into doing all this stuff and actually we've not seen any sales uplift we're not getting anything back from it and it's like well it's because you're doing you're spreading yourself too thinly and you're not being strategic in your thinking Mm. if you take that money that you were using or that resource and money that you were using and actually think about the purpose of the content that you're creating and just scale it back a bit and do it really in a really like targeted tactical way then you're gonna see something come back from it yeah completely agree yeah but but you know what I think um you know like all things with social that there really isn't just one formula to success here because every brand strategy will look completely different you know I've, I've worked on a lot of social strategies over the years and they all look completely different and have completely different objectives kpis everything and as we said you know each one should be flexible and you know those learning periods right you know this isn't to say that you're going to get it right first time because you know if the last 18 months or so has proven anything you know things can change very very quickly you know facebook groups weren't really a thing 18 months ago now they're one of the core benefits of the platform you know, mm-hmm. things change. So, you know, I think just be be clear in what your plan is, but also be open-minded to changing that plan, but always refer back to that plan and that strategy before you go too crazy with, you know, jumping into shiny things. Yeah, I just always think to myself, okay, like happy to try out new things, but what is the payoff for the company? How are they benefiting? Mm. Because if you can't answer that, then why bother? Because ultimately businesses, whatever they are, 
they're either in sales or you know they they want something from it they're not doing marketing just for lols you're not on social just for lols well you might be depending on what your strategy is Mm. but and the reason I say that is because I'm thinking in my head of innocent they really are on social just for lols but subliminally they're actually in it for sales as well absolutely yeah, there's like, yeah, there's layers. There's so many layers. <laughs> so many layers. <laughs> but anyway, we hope that that was helpful, deep diving a little bit into the world of social media strategy. Yeah, and I hope so. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I just think it's it's interesting that that first episode has gotten the most attention and questions off the back of it, really, because, and a lot yeah. of people have come to us and said, oh my God, we had no idea there were so many elements to social, which is why we're doing this little mini deep dive series as a part of it and the yeah. next episode we're going to be talking about content a bit more woohoo <laughs> synchronized woohooing that is how much we love content so, so in, cool we're so cool in the meantime uh we're on instagram i think hopefully everybody would know that by now at social unicorns ldn um, please drop us a message if you have any questions we're also on linkedin on our personal profiles we did have a company page but in the spirit of what we've just talked about in terms of like strategy and where do we want to be linkedin company page just didn't feel right for us so we've amended our strategy but we are on our personal pages and our instagram account obviously so get in touch got any yeah. questions do you disagree with us on anything we would love to hear from you yeah, and I think if, if anyone does have any questions, and I, I literally mean anyone, whether you're a graduate wanting to sort of go into this area or whether you're a business or anything like that, just wants to like pick our brain a little bit, um, yeah, drop us an email. It's, what is it, socialunicornsldn at gmail.com and we are happy to help. Absolutely. But until next time, adios amigos. <laughs> have a great day. I will speak to you soon. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>